He charged me with resisting arrest. Get that confidence in jail. I object. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Allegedly Bravo. I'm Lauren, and we're dropping into part part. It's like I can't talk all of a sudden. We're dropping into part two. We ended part one of Dan Schneider and Nickelodeon and how god-awful all those people are over there in the entertainment industry. Um, and this episode, we're just going <laughs> to go even deeper into the horribleness of the world. And we're going to be talking about the specific accusations and everything that this guy and Nickelodeon faces. Um, blanket trigger warning. If you don't want to listen, please don't. I mean, not everyone wants to hear about like pervy men for an hour or so. And if you're one of those people, I definitely don't blame you. And so because of that, I posted another episode that should be up right at the same time this is up. And it's a recap episode that I did with my co-host over at the Can We Talk About podcast, Leah. And we recapped the Watch What Happens Live episode with Schwartz and how insane that was and crazy. And it was really fun. So if you'd rather not listen about a pervert, go ahead and head over there and you you might have more fun. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Check it out, okay? Um, but before we get into it, I just wanted to welcome everybody to the show. Hello, welcome. I feel like it's been a while since I've introduced myself. <laughs> I'm Lauren. I'm the host of this here show, Allegedly Bravo. Um, I work at a criminal defense firm right now. I graduated law school in 2017. And I just love Bravo and I love the law and... That's what I do here. So I just wanted to say hello. And I wanted to give a shout out to some of my followers who I'm just like obviously so obsessed with um, and to some of my new followers. Thank you so much for following and engaging and hanging out over on Instagram. It's so much more fun to do this show 
when people are like messaging me and stuff because it's like I know what you guys care about or like that you care about the same things I care about you know so thank you special shout out to Annie Coates every Lauren that ever follows me including everybody go follow her right now ether underscore opal has a, a Lauren with a fabulous Etsy shop uh, uh, not unlike myself also Lauren with a fabulous Etsy shop but this Lauren also dresses up her Barbies like the Vanderpump Rules <laughs> characters and then acts out the scenes and it's honest to God the most hilarious thing I've ever seen so go follow Ether and Opal and just shout out to all my followers I just love you guys so much thank you Stacy, Courtney Brett all of you oh, you girls keep me young I just love you so now that we've got the blanket trigger warning out of the way and I've just talked about how much I appreciate you guys because it's true. I do. Let's talk about the weird shit that happens on these kid shows that Dan Schneider produces. FYI, this video is up on Patreon if you'd rather watch it as a video. Um, and if you're fine with the audio, then here we are on wherever you're listening to this. <laughs> okay, so... Writers, actors, and crew members all told Insider Magazine that they were very disturbed by the sexualized scenes that Dan Schneider has in his scripts. One of the most famous of these gross, disturbing moments um, is known as the Goo Pop shot on Zoe 101. So Zoe 101, if you guys aren't familiar, was a show that was on Nickelodeon. I believe they're reviving it as we speak. Dan Schneider created it. Zoe of Zoe 101 was played by Britney Spears' little sister, Jamie Lynn Spears. There is so many crazy rumors regarding Jamie Lynn Spears and Dan Schneider. And I would just implore you to go listen to podcasts such as Behind, or I'm sorry, Beyond the Blinds and Hollywood Crime Scene, um, especially Beyond the Blinds. They did a Dan Schneider episode and they discuss the blind items that NT Lawyer writes about. Uh, this probably sounds like jibber jabber to a lot of you guys. Blind items are these little pieces of gossip that people write about usually celebrities, sometimes politicians, and they tell like juicy stories about what's going on in the celebrity's life, um, but they never use the person's name. So you're trying to find out, wait, who is this about and what exactly did they do? So it's like kind of a riddle that you have to solve. So there's one, I would call him an expert riddler <laughs> named NT Lawyer, who has a blog called Crazy Days and Nights, and that's crazydaysandnights.net. If you want to go head over there and check it out. Beyond the Blinds is a podcast where they like read those blinds and discuss how they see this stuff acting out in their lives, etc. Whatever. Fabulous show. So I would listen to them because they go through all of this, all of these like deep, dark, twisted shit that NT has written about. And I'd rather not beat the dead horse. But long story short, around a certain period of time when this girl got pregnant, there were rumors that the reason why she was pregnant was not because of any of her, like, 
boyfriend's her age, but the the baby was sorry if you hear my boyfriend screaming. He's apparently doing very well at video games right now. Um, appar apparently the baby might allegedly be Dan Schneider's according to this website. And I don't know that for sure. That's an accusation. That's allegedly that right there. That's allegedly. So go listen to them so you can hear all kinds of crazy shit like that. So there's this goo pop shot, right? In Zoe 101. And it's a scene where Zoe and her friend are where I'm assuming they're at the movies. I don't know where. But they're eating a candy called a goo pop. And a goo pop is like a syringe of sugary goo. So I kind of imagine, you know, those um, like crayon candies. You can get them from like the ice cream man and stuff. And you squeeze them and yummy crayon. It, out of the top of the crayon, like gooey sugary goop comes out. So good. Totally. No wonder it was featured in this kid's show because it's a kid's candy. So the friend said something to the effect of when they're eating this candy, looks at Zoe and says something to the effect of, I don't know why it shot out like that last time. And then the camera cuts to Zoe, who is then squirted in the face with the goo like a cum shot. And the camera stays on Zoe for way too long. And it just shows like, I literally don't know how else to explain it other than this was a cum shot with sugary goo. It was like going down her eyes and all this stuff. And I remember listening to Beyond the Blinds, I, I think. They were talking about when this happened, people were saying things like, um, people meaning Dan Schneider and other people who were producing the scene, allegedly were saying things to the effect of like, oh, like make it go droopier down her eye. And oh, it looks like a cum shot. Like, they knew that that's what it looked like when they posted this video. It's not like nobody thought about it. Apparently, and obviously I'm hearing this third hand and I'm just repeating what I've heard. What I heard is apparently Lynn was there as well. Lynn, Lynn Spears, um, who Jamie has her middle name named after. It's the mother. Mother Spears was there. And she was laughing right along and thought it was funny and encouraging the cum shotness according to um, blind item gossip. So it could be true. It could be not true. Believe what you will. Um, I'm just believe what you will. I, I'm going to believe what I will and you can believe what you will. Um, but certain shots in Zoe 101, uh, show bare feet a lot of these kids bare feet and a lot of sexual innuendo and some of the jokes were taken as evidence of like something way darker happening on the set so it's been said and rumored that this guy dan schneider harbored a bit of a foot fetish and you know it's like so many of these other podcasts and other magazines and stuff say like oh dan schneider har harbored a foot fetish and then they they qualify that and they say which there's nothing inherently wrong with personal kinks that's totally true and fine but it's like he harbored a child foot fetish so let's just call it what it is it's not like he had a foot fetish and he was like super into adults feet 
He was into children and into their feet. So he was into a disgusting, perverted pedophiliac, a a petty pedo. Would you call it a petty pedo? I would call Dan a petty pedo. So this petty pedo, like pedicure, um, would do all kinds of weird shit. And he would add foot emblems to his TV shows. And he'd zoom in on young actresses' feet. And he even made the Nickelodeon logo a giant foot at one point in time. Uh, That's disgusting. So... Dan Schneider said to the LA Times, hey, this is ridiculous. Um, You guys are amplifying crazy lies. I'm not sexualizing these kids. Like, these are young actors and the comedy is totally innocent. And what I have to say about that is this. It is not ridiculous. And whenever someone says something like, hey... I feel like the way you're touching that kid's feet and making a cum shot go on this little girl, like, I feel as though that's perverted. And if somebody comes out and says, well, that's ridiculous, it gives me a red flag because I just feel like if it wasn't perverted or intending to be perverted, you would be like, what? Oh, my God. Take it down. What the fuck? Again, I'm not here to be the reaction police, but I am here to be the petty pedo police. And in this instance, I will say, Dan, these accusations are not ridiculous. They are, in fact, disgusting and seemingly true. So Jamie Lynn Spears was obviously not the only victim of Dan Schneider's crazy, disgusting antics. A girl named Jeanette Curdy, I'm sorry, Jeanette McCurdy, also was a victim of Dan Schneider. So Jeanette starred in the show called iCarly, and she played the best friend of the main character of that show, Carly, and Carly was played by Miranda Cosgrove. Now, Miranda Cosgrove, Cosgrove, you might know from Megan, those two brothers. I can't, now I can't remember the gosh darn show, but it was Drake and Josh. You know what? I think that was the name of the show. Drake and Josh. So Miranda graduated from Drake and Josh and went into iCarly. She must have behaved herself and Dan liked her. Jeanette McCurdy plays opposite her. Interestingly, Jeanette McCurdy also played opposite Ariana Grande in a show called Sam and Cat. And that was an iCarly Victorious spinoff because when Jeanette was on iCarly, she played iCarly's best friend named Sam. And when Ariana Grande was on Victorious, she played Victoria's friend named Kat. And we'll get into the Ariana Grande of it all in in a minute or two or however many minutes it takes to get there. Um, So this girl's always, always, always a great co-star, the the best co-star ever, right? So the insider reported that during the time that Jeanette was on the the iCarly Victoria spinoff with Ariana Grande that Jeanette and Ariana made complaints about a producer on the show. And that's when an investigation was launched in 2013 into his behavior. Interestingly enough, I will just point out 
that in 2013 is when Amanda Bynes' parents file for a conservatorship. Whether that's a coincidence, I don't know, but it was a busy year in 2023 for the Nickelodeon staff, okay? Lots going on. So in one of the scenes, so they, this is why they think it's disgusting. I'm going to play one of the scenes for you guys. In this scene, Ariana is asked to lay down on a bed and pour water all over herself. Okay? And this is, this is the scene. Is it possible for a teenage girl to drink water upside down? Mmm, I'm thirsty! So she's like gurgling it all Stop over her neck, up. not even on her mouth, and it's just like pouring all over her while she's this laying has upside been me down. In a video. I don't know. It was just like. In this Come video, on. she's squeezing Give up a potato. The juice. So it's just interesting what they make. They meaning Dan Schneider. Um, makes these kids do. In that scene, Ariana was first laying on the bed, pouring water all over herself, and then the second one, she was trying to get milk to come out of a potato by squeezing it and grunting and making, like, super weird noises. It was odd, okay? Anyway you slice it, that's fucking weird. Um, in another scene with Victoria Justice, they made... Ariana use a bow and arrow with her feet to like shoot things during detention. So it's always very foot oriented, always a little sexualized and awkward, weird, gross undertones. So Jeanette came out with her book and her book is called I'm Glad My Mom's Dead. I heard it's fabulous. I like the audiobooks and I haven't had time to listen to it yet. So um, I'll let you know if it's good after I finish reading it slash listening to it, which I still think counts as reading, by the way. I think if you're listening to a book, you're still reading it. I don't know. That's just me. Call me crazy. Jeanette wrote in her book that the creator of her show was mean-spirited, controlling, and terrifying, and was prone to make grown men and women cry with his insults and degradation. She says it's important to talk about it. It was so commonplace, his behavior, and it was so accepted because everyone was scared of losing their jobs. I don't blame any of them. I get it, but it was really unfortunate. Everything that happened in a children's television series environment, it really seems like there's not much of a moral compass there. So Jeanette is saying, look, this happened, and a lot of these people saw it. There were adults who watch this happen and who just had to look on and they were worried about their own jobs. And it's kind of one of those things where you have to wonder at what point, like, do you not care about your job if there's a kid getting hurt, you know, or getting yelled at? It's just really interesting. So Jeanette McCurdy talks about Dan Schneider crossing a bunch of boundaries with things. Like, for example, he would initiate unsolicited salt, Sold, I can never say this word. Unsolicited shoulder massages and trying to get her to drink alcohol when she was 18. 
Okay, that's a red flag. If you're a grown man trying to get a kid to drink alcohol, like, and give a massage, you're a fucking pervert. That's it. Trial is over, you fucking perv. So then in 2013, again, that same year when he was being looked into and Amanda Bynes went into conservatorship, Jeanette McCurdy posted a sinister and cryptic Vine. Do you guys remember Vine? I loved Vine. And she said, hey, Dan Schneider, I know you're watching my vine. Do you like my vine? She says while wearing torn clothing with lipstick smeared across her face and her hair a mess before uttering the chilling final line. Look what you've done to me. Yikes, that is a little chilling. When Sam and Kat ended after one season, it was only one season it took. That's all it took for this whole show to end. And McCurdy said there was talk of a $300,000, quote, thank you gift from Nickelodeon if she agreed never to talk publicly about her experiences at the network, specifically in relation to the behavior of the creator. So in plain terms, that says that in 2014, after the show was over and they forced Ariana Grande to milk a potato and they forced Jeanette McCurdy to get drunk and give this fat man a massage. Um, they said, hey, we'll give you 300 grand if you just keep this hush, hush. If you have to give a child $300,000 for them to not speak about something, I feel like I just don't need to say the other part. Like, you're doing something wrong, right? I don't know. I don't know. Seems obvious to me. Okay, the next poor woman who has had to just suffer at the hands of this disgusting loser is named Alexa Nicholas. So, do you remember the cum shot scene of 2020 of Zoe 101? Well, Alexa played the friend who was the shooter of the goo pop. Alexa has formed so many protests outside of the Nickelodeon headquarters. And she's publicly said that she does not feel safe and did not feel safe around Dan Schneider. And she said um, that while she was working at Nickelodeon, she voiced this complaint. Um, she gave detailed and corroborated many accounts of these reports of sexual abuse and assault and harassment and regular abuse and all kinds of other stuff. She's described... Dan Snyder Schneider as being volatile and that working on the set of Zoe 101 was traumatic. She says that Dan Schneider would demand for her to participate. Um, or I'm sorry, he would demand to participate in her costume fittings, not, not the other way around. So whenever Alexa would have a costume fitting, Dan Schneider was like, I have to be there. This girl was 12 years old. 12 years old. This is a quote from Alexa about Dan sitting in on her costume fittings. It was to the point where he would sit in the chair and I would come out and do a little spin. Schneider would look at the wardrobe artist and say, can I have the Polaroids? Nicholas said, referring to the photos of her dressed in character. It was to the point where he would... Oh, it already said that. That's weird that it copy and pasted twice. So anyway... She would do her little outfit change, put on her new costume, come out and do a little spin. And Dan would be like, 
I'll take those Polaroids. It's like, get out of here, you fucking creeper. You goddamn creep. On Beyond the Blinds, no, no. Was it Beyond the Blinds? No, you know what it was? It was called The Insecure Podcast? I can't. Anyway, Ren Stevens. Remember Ren Stevens from Even Stevens on the Disney Channel? Christy Carlson Romano. Christy Carlson Romano has a podcast, and she had this woman on, the, the Alexa Nicholas woman on, and Alexa talked about this crazy moment when actually Britney Spears fully bullied her in this um, changing room, and it was so bad, and it left Alexa, like, like shaking and scared and all this stuff, and um, nobody cared. They just, because Zoe 101... Jamie Lynn Spears was like everyone's little angel girl on Zoe 101. And obviously Britney Spears was America's sweetheart. And this Alexa was like trying to, I don't even know if she wanted more airtime or what. I think she just wanted to be treated nicely at work. And Britney Spears just totally screamed at her. And so while it's important to free Britney and all that, we also must remember that, like, this is such a toxic environment that all of these people grew up in. So while you're sitting there like, oh, um, I, I don't know, just everything you think you know about Britney Spears, just remember that, like, she also grew up in this crazy environment. Like, her sister also grew up in this crazy environment. Just even listening to what Alexa had to say on Ren Stevens' podcast was, like, really eye-opening and at least for me it made me realize there's so much we don't know and it's just crazy it's just it's fucking nuts I wonder how much I wonder how much unsaid information is stuck in some of these people's brains and if it just came out like I wonder what would happen because this guy's a piece of shit garbage whore um, but anyway, Zoe 101 has been the source of a lot of rumors and a lot of those rumors are unconfirmed. Um, there's an unsubstantiated rumor. Obviously I talked about this above, but there's a very unsubstantiated rumor. Okay. So there's no confirmation that Dan Schneider is the father of Jamie Lynn's child who was born in 2007. That's just a rumor. Schneider's maintained his innocence throughout all of this allegations. Um, but at the end of the day, Alexa Nicholas called Schneider the creator of childhood trauma. Hmm. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So now let's move into Amanda Bynes. This poor woman. This poor fucking woman. So Amanda Bynes was encouraged to try improv and to do acting by her father. And her father was a dentist who sometimes did stand-up comedy, which, you know, I have a lot to say about that. And I might be mean for like one second. But I have a few things to say about a man who's a dentist who also does stand-up comedy. And that's that I think that man likes to hold people hostage while he tells them things and expects them to laugh. Because that's what a dentist does. They literally, you're strapped in that chair and you must react to these conversations that these dentists are having with you. And you, you're stuck. Your mouth is completely open. You're the most vulnerable you've ever been. And I'll just say, that's a red flag for me. And then the second one is a stand-up comic. You really think you're that funny? You better be really fucking funny. And as far as I know, I don't see DDS binds running around here, like, being extra funny. So, I don't know. To me, I'm getting, like... This is a man who wanted something he couldn't have and pushed it on his daughter. I don't know this guy. But a dentist who does stand-up comic comedy sounds like someone who's a little aggressive and needing people to listen to him. Okay? So I pulled the Ventura County docket because that's where all of Amanda Bynes' stuff is filed. And in the Ventura County docket, most of her stuff was approval for minors' contracts. If you go listen to the episode I just did, we talk all about the child labor laws, yada, yada, yada. It makes sense that a court has to approve that this girl can work based on all the rules that they have to follow to have a minor working. So apparently, apparently, Amanda Bynes caught the attention of the Nickelodeon executives when she was just 10 years old. 10. That is such a young age. That led to her discovery and her breakout role in the series All That. All That was the best show on television. I fucking loved that show. Like, I still have memories, like, watching that show. I mean, Keenan was on that show. And now look at him. It's just, it was an incredible show. Um, but in that show, Amanda became the network's biggest star, and she ended up landing her own show in 1999, The Amanda Show. That's when Amanda's relationship with Dan started. But by her teens, some tension started to develop between herself and her immediate family. Amanda's making money, her family's like being a dentist, and her dad's like, why won't you listen to me? And she's like, you know, I'm going to legally emancipate myself from you guys. So this, the struggle is starting. The struggle is starting. She's a teen. She wants to be all by herself. And I'm just saying, if you're going to force someone to be working 
like when they're 10 years old, by the time they're a teenager and they're making money and you're like trusting them to go to work and do all things adults do, I feel like it's less of a shock to hear that this person wants to emancipate themselves from their parent and also something that you should consider listening to because most 10 year olds and 13 year olds and stuff like yeah there's one thing to say like oh I hate my mom and dad oh I'm a little brat and I don't like my parents but there's a whole nother thing to say I would like to file a petition with the court to not have to follow these people like that's a red flag a working 10 year old saying something I would just I would look into that um, but then she withdrew the petition. So that's another thing I would say look into. Consider thinking about that and keeping it in the back of your head. Um, this is uh, when Amanda started to lean on Nickelodeon producer Dan and his wife Lisa for support. His wife Lisa said she was spending a lot of time with us, but she never really left her family's house. So there's some behind-the-scenes footage that shows Dan Schneider directing Amanda to perform what looks like an inappropriate act on a science project, something that the teen actress wouldn't have understood was inappropriate. And this is another theme with Dan Schneider and these young kids is, oh, this is a science project and do this and that and the other thing. And in this case, I believe she was blowing into something um, for the science project and using her mouth on like a tube. And this is something that an adult would know has an inappropriate connotation to, but a kid has no idea. So they're just sitting there thinking they're doing something with a science project. And this adult knows that he's being a creepy fuck. And all the other adults in the room also know that this man's being a creepy fuck and no one says anything. And at this point, I would like to nominate that generation of adults to be known as the silent generation because I have a bone to pick with you guys because at this point, these are all children who have been saying that this particular man creeps them out at work, these children who are working, and these adults who are adults at this time, whatever generation you guys are at this time, every single one was quiet. And now we have all these kids going fucking nutso, running naked through the streets because they got all fucked up from working as children with a pervert. So I would like to nominate you the silent generation. And I don't think that that means that you were bad people at all. I just think it means you're quiet and that's fine. We're the millennials. People don't like us very much, but hey, what are you going to do? So... Dan Schneider produced nearly everything that Amanda Bynes started up to that point. And this reinfer uh, reinforced the Times' confident assertion uh, that I've seen kids in her position experiment with drugs and be too promiscuous, but Amanda has avoided all that. My wife, who knows her, says she's almost like Marsha Brady in that she's so clean-cut and wholesome. So that confident assertion came from Dan Schneider. So Dan Schneider's literally telling the world like, oh, I've seen kids that go, they be too promiscuous. Like, first of all, kids don't know how to be promiscuous. 
if a kid knows how to be promiscuous, you might want to look into what they're looking at. Because that's not like a thing kids know how to do. It's not like an inherent brain activity. Um, and then to the part where he threw in the information about the wife, like my wife who knows her says she's almost like Marsha Brady. And it's like, okay, your wife who knows her, I would hope your wife who knows her is the one commenting. Like, what if your wife didn't know her? Would we still be asking your wife? I don't know. But Amanda Bynes has described Dan Schneider's behavior as creepy and inappropriate. So Amanda Bynes was known growing up as the goody-goody, and she was really frustrated that she couldn't get away from that persona and get into some more serious roles. She was, um, you know, always sort of like the girl next door, you know, and she's all that, and um, I want to keep saying it takes two, but I know that's a, that's a Mary-Kate and Ashley movie, but you know, all those, all those girls, what a girl wants, etc. Like she was always in those all American girl movies and she wanted to break out and do something different. She was the slut shamer, Marianne and easy a, which was like hilarious. Remember when she's like, pumping her hand up to like god that was so funny um and then she was in hairspray that when she was penny in hairspray that was i fucking conic iconic like this girl we we owe her so much she's given us so much good television and good movies and the fact that we're just like oh there she's going crazy again is like so upsetting so from 2012 to 2015, um, Amanda Bynes, her entire status in the public was like a fucking roller coaster. Peaks and valleys. Like she would run into serious legal trouble and then she'd be back in recovery and doing better. Um, she'd go on some rant about Hitler and then be in recovery and then be doing better again. It was just... Not in the cards for her, though. She got into a, the uh, the movie called The Hall, the Hall Pass, which was a Farley Brothers gross-out comedy. And it was supposed to be the role that broke her out of those good girl scenes she wanted to get out of and put her into more of an adulty vibe. Um, but they said that on the set of that movie, she was acting so paranoid, so fearful. In 2012, she began she began to have a bunch of traffic violations. So she was, there's violations of her talking on the phone while driving. And then while she was getting a ticket, she sped off before she could get a ticket, which is really funny, but not appropriate or allowed. Um, she did a little hit and run on a BMW. She would refuse breathalyzer tests and just racked up accidents, like at least seven accidents in 2012. She began oversharing on Twitter in 2012. Um, she did so many Twitter tweets about Germany and criticizing ugly people and asking Drake to murder her vagina. Um, and she even made a really disgusting tweet at Rihanna saying, Chris Brown beat you because you're not pretty enough. So as we're seeing all this, in 2012, we're like, what happened to Amanda fucking Bynes, who was everyone's 
America's sweetheart. And all of a sudden now she's talking about Hitler and telling Rihanna, no wonder Chris Brown hit you. Like it was such a, a shock and a stark difference and just completely out of left field that everyone was clearly worried about her. Um, she ended up being put into her conservatorship in 2013. She locked herself into a New York City cupcake store bathroom. She was arrested for throwing a bong out the window of her high rise in New York and placed on a psychiatric hold. And when she was placed in her conservatorship, it was due to the fact that she started a fire and maybe, quote, possibly was the term, quote, possibly doused her dog in gasoline in a stranger's driveway to catch it on fire. So, I mean, that's crazy. I mean, this is some wild ass fucking shit. This is not normal behavior. Then she goes on Twitter and she accuses her stand-up comic dentist father of sexual assault. Now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This was never proven and never substantiated and all we've ever been told about that accusation was that it was not true and that Amanda was not in her right mind when she accused her father of that um and I agree like if that is not true you should not accuse your father of that that's the craziest thing um but all of this behavior sort of seems a little more understandable to me when you think of all that she must have been through. If you think about the things that were allowed to happen to other people that came out and spoke out, like Jeanette McCurdy, and when you see how Ariana Grande was put up on screen and how that Alexa girl was screamed at and made to be a fool and all these weird sexual positions that this 
these kids have been put into and the screaming that this man apparently did. You know, apparently Dan Schneider was just such a yelly man. And it almost, to me at least, seems less shocking that Amanda made such a what we think of as dramatic turn. But when you hear the things that Dan Schneider was yelling around when she was a kid, is it that shocking that Amanda Bynes makes comments about Hitler when I'm sure Dan Schneider was screaming terrible things and would make comments about that. I'm just saying I'm not excusing her behavior at all. I'm just saying when you recognize where she learned how to be an adult from, it was from her being brought up on a very toxic set where she was in a very toxic work environment with a very toxic man. So of course it's not surprising that she would grow up to be a toxic adult who says crazy shit on the internet, right? And what we saw of Amanda Bynes was all of, you know, what they wanted us to see. These people put Amanda in the spotlight to be the goody-goody, to be the girl in what a girl wants, you know, to be the funny girl who dresses up as her brother in that soccer show. Like, they forced her to be that person while torturing her behind the scenes. I don't know. It just, it just bothers me. So she gets put into this conservatorship. She accuses her father of sexual assault, and then she's diagnosed with bipolar and manic depressive disorder. And then we don't really see Amanda Bynes for very long. Um, but then she, she sort of comes in and out of, Twitter and social media and Instagram and she'll do random things like show up in a wig, a blue wig or have a face tattoo or I'm getting engaged or I'm starting this, you know, beauty company or this or that. And then we don't hear from her again. And it wasn't until March 19th, 2023 that we really, Amanda Bynes was really put back into the forefront of all of our lives. And that's when she was taken into custody and placed into a psychiatric hold after being found roaming the streets without any clothes on. So that was on March 19th, 2023. Well, when I was pulling up the docket for all of her conservatorship stuff and going through and seeing everything, I noticed that she had a hearing that was supposed to be on March 8th 2023 that was supposed to be a status report but the hearing wasn't held and that's not to say it wasn't held because something nefarious is happening or whatever but I don't trust this Nickelodeon powerhouse I don't trust these Los Angeles conservatorships and I would not be surprised if her arrest had something to do with ex with the conservatorship and the fact that this hearing wasn't held on March 8th. I don't know. It's just so interesting um, to see how this is all playing out and how I really feel like 
the people who were kids when this was on are the ones speaking out. It's the people who watched the Amanda show, who grew up with all that, who, you know, cared about Moody's mom being up in the balloon. Moody! Moody! I mean, we cared so much about her. And now that we're adults and we're seeing what these other adults did and didn't do to help her out, I mean, all we can do is do better and hope that nobody is doing that to the kids in entertainment these days. I have a hard time understanding why we need kids in entertainment. This could all just be a cartoon, if you ask me. It could all just be a cartoon voiced by funny people, just like the Rugrats was. But what do I know? So Dan Schneider, just to put a bow on it, of course, he continues to denounce any predatory behavior, obviously. Like, no, I didn't do it. Um, It is said, quote, Dan cared about kids on his shows, even when sometimes their own families, unfortunately, did not. Okay, I'm just going to stop right there. That first sentence is like, well, these kids were abandoned by their parents and Dan was just the savior of everybody. No, sir, you were a predator. He was the shoulder they cried on when something happened to them. He understood what they were going through. Dan was like the great high school counselor you could always turn to for help and guidance. He was their biggest champion. All of those sentences are red flags to me. Um, And then Dan says, whatever I do next, I want it to outdone what I've done in the past. And what I have to say to that is please fucking don't. Please fucking don't, sir. You just go away. How about you go crawl in a hole? You go crawl in a little hobbit hole and go live there and do weird things in your hole. So that was Dan Schneider and Amanda Bynes and all of the women of Nickelodeon who have just really gone through it at the hands of this son of a bitch. Um, shout out to all of the followers. If you want to watch this as a video, head on over to patreon.com. Make sure you're following me on social media at Allegedly Bravo. Um, head on over to the website if you want to look at some merch. And, of course, the Morally Corrupt Shop over on Etsy has all my favorite things that I love making. Head on over there, and we'll see you later. Allegedly Bravo podcast is hosted, produced, and researched by Lauren Peavy House. Allegedly Bravo is available anywhere you listen to podcasts and cannot be copied or rebroadcast without consent. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps me out. This podcast is made available by the lawyer or legal expert for educational purposes only, as well as to give you general information and a general understanding of the law, not to provide specific legal advice. By listening to this podcast, you understand that there's no attorney-client relationship between you and the podcast publisher. Allegedly Bravo podcast should not be used as a substitute for competent legal advice from a licensed professional attorney in your state. Got it?